Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We got to bring up Alice. Okay. One. Um, um, th- did you tweet the tweet to the show? Yeah, didn't I? Okay. Yeah. I a couple it. of shout outs. Why? Are, are, are we lighter than usual? A little light, but you know, it's a Sunday. It's nice weather. People are out enjoying the I day. It. Yeah. I said Sunday I mean, special. Yeah. Okay. So a couple of things. One, we have to give some thank yous out there. Okay. Thanks, first of all, to Dan, our neighbor. For I left uh, some pork in the oven broiling, and we mm-hmm. drove away. And like we had, I remember, I remember twenty minutes later. And thankfully, <laughs> Dan, we, I called him, ran over and and got the pork out and put it in the yard. And the pork was finito. But I did, the dog did eventually eat the pork. And the house didn't burn down. So. House didn't burn down, which is good. Second, um, you know, we because people involved in this like their. Congratulations to you guys who know you need to be congratulated. Okay. That's all I'll say. Third, I was happy to see a part of the state that I didn't see that I've never quite seen before. So uh, areas like uh, Concord, Carlisle. Um, Lincoln, Dover. Lincoln, Nilis, the things Nilis, like that. Yes. I've never gone over to Canton. Not Canton, no. What's the, what's the place we were today when we went to the Friendlies? Um, Norwood. Norwood, yes. Yes. The Auto Mile. Norwood, Massachusetts, which Alice and I were last at at Ernie Bach's party. Mm-hmm. I must have been so in to get you into that party. You must have think, <laughs> that thought was I was... That was cool. The Go-Go's were at it. Yeah, you must have thought, that is really... It was very cool. We were there with Todd Feinberg, as a matter of fact. Yes, as a matter of fact. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a king-dingling moment for me. It's very cool. <sighs> that probably got me like four four years out of you. Seriously. <laughs> Um, so, so there's another thing that I want to go over. I, okay, do you want to start with the Sunday show stuff? Whatever you want. I want to start somewhere different. Okay. 
I was reminded today of just how much was revealed by the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Just how many personalities were revealed, how many institutions were revealed, and how clarifying the pandemic was. Mm -hmm. It, It really was remarkable that we saw people around us, we saw the their character or and just, you know some people stepped up we saw the people some people have no constitution we saw keep people become cowards and some people become stronger and some people start to realize that uh, that they're not as free as they thought but it was really a revealing thing so i got to thinking about it today we've talked about it forever mm-hmm. there are people who we are still very friendly with who acted in ways then that were quite offensive to us, and and it hurt relationships. Yes. And they thought I was being offensive from for saying let's stop doing things to little kids here because of this disease that doesn't hurt the little kids. And so you know, so you were. It's funny because all those measures to kids mm-hmm. that were just unhealthy, based in no medicine, no whatever. There was no reason. There was never any reason to social distance or, or do any of this stuff for kids. You, the kids never had to at all. There's never, there was no reason for kids to get the... The, the vaccine. The right. very effective, 100% vetted, absolutely, vaccine. As well, like, none of this stuff ever had to be. And the, then y- you and I were sometimes almost in, in person yelled at for this. But generally, just all over social media and all over the media and by politicians, whatever, we were called horrible things. And now that it's all been found to be, we've been found right, there's no apology. <laughs> there's nothing coming. Oh, no. It's still, no, like you got to say F you to me when you were wrong. At no time, one, am I allowed to say it to you? Or And then it go, turns into, we all made mistakes during the pandemic. Like, no. <laughs> We didn't all make mistakes. Some of us were wrong about stuff, and right. some of us acted inappropriately. I mean, there's still people out there acting like psychos. Yes, if you go to an airport and take towns, a flight, there's still people wearing masks. When I actually was had the chance to go to Wellesley yesterday, to there is Wellesley, Mass. It's a beautiful town. It's the definition of a W town, and and um, there's a Whole Foods in the middle of the town. And when their Whole Foods sells beer and wine, so I went in there. That I must have seen sixty-seven people in masks, including young people, out there. From what though? Like I, I don't, don't get know. It. <clears throat> I mean, I mean that just goes to show you that the the people who are the these people are by and large college educated, highly educated people, right? But they have an emotional need for this thing, and. It doesn't seem to matter. I mean, these are people who, if you had said to them four years ago, you're going to be wearing a mask full time in a few years, they would have assumed there would be nuclear fallout. But there's not. There's what, for most of these people, are a a strain of flu. Right. It's a cold for most people. Right. At this point. Right. So anyway, I got to thinking about this. And and because I was watching um, Club Random, which is the Bill Maher Mm-hmm. Uh, thing he does his podcast live video co- podcast he does okay and and uh, he's doing that now because the show is on strike of course so this oh so so he's got Jordan Peterson on 
Okay. Who, uh, who I didn't know if they'd be adversarial because, you know, although both of them have dealt with free speech and cancel culture stuff and they, you know, they've got some similar beliefs. I didn't know if the like whole, you know, get up and make your bed young man thing was something that would tick Bill Maher off because like Bill Maher, I don't think is a Daily Wire fans kind of, who knows, but apparently they get along quite well. Although he was good with Ben Shapiro too. He was. Shapiro needs to do a longer one with him. But so, um, so, so this is just a, on along these lines of how we became different uh, uh, during COVID. Uh, Bill Maher and Jordan Peterson. Uh, and I remember the I was talking to the driver taking me in from the airport, and he was he had a mask on, and my friend who travels with me and. We always would tell drivers everywhere, anybody, you don't have to have the mask yeah, on for yeah. me. You know, like yeah. if, you, if you want a break in the day where you don't have to be breathing your own stale air for no reason, um, we'll open the windows to the car, whatever. We, and this guy said, uh, he said, I know, I'd like to. He said, but my four-year-old daughter, I came in last night and I didn't have the mask on and she freaked out. Mm-hmm. So they, they hit. I just, it always stuck with me. They'd gotten a four-year-old to be panicked when she saw her father without a mask. Yeah, right. I mean, what is that? Where does that fill and fall in your psychology professor world? I mean, what does that do to a person? What's that person well, going to be like it, when they're it was 20? Also, it, it was also what it did to everyone and what it revealed about everyone. Like, my sense in Canada, Toronto was locked down very badly and people were pretty much on board with it. And my sense in, in Toronto was that 70% of Torontonians would have worn a mask for the rest of their life without making a peep about it. And 30% of them would have been happy about it because it gave them an opportunity to inform on their neighbors. Oh. And, <laughs> Isn't that a great line? Yeah. And they go on to talk about how that's in human nature there's part of you that i i can just play it why don't we just let it go sure that wasn't cute oh (laughs) yeah 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 well you know well in east germany like one third of people were were government informers and you think well that couldn't happen here it's like yeah it could uh, in about 15 minutes yes yeah yes it could and it did some people like that yes they want that like not just for that but for everything yes and it's almost as as if I wonder if that's one of the reasons behind the continued masking is to show, you know, this, this is to show that you're still bound contractually with the state as a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Somebody the- says in the chat right now that where they work still has a COVID vaccine mandate for the first two shots. You still have to have Amazing. the first two to work there. Amazing. Yeah, but there's a lot of places. I mean, like, I know people who had jobs that they no longer have because of that. And, I mean, like, it's still impacting people. So let me tell you something else. If the reason that's happening Mm -hmm. is because, like, in that job, is if the reason it's happening at the end of the day is because um, we're dark forces are in cahoots with the pharma companies and people are taking care of each other and greasing each other, etc. If that's the reason, Alice, then that's a healthier reason and better for society if it's purely corruption. pure monetary corruption. pure corruption, corruption, that is much healthier than if it's an emotional, psychological 
thing. But I think a big piece of it is the emotional, psychological thing. You know, like I think people naturally want like proof that they're good people and proof that some other people aren't good people and to be able to point out the difference. Yeah, but but so then what what's the reason for that? Um that I think that's just human nature. There are some people, people Alice who probably to their core were not actually very afraid of COVID, but who used it immediately to trash their neighbors. Used it immediately to oh I can run with my phone and say why aren't you t- why aren't you wearing a mask especially if it's a diminutive woman mm-hmm. so, you know so, ja- some jogger and tight jeans guy will run over to the lady and say pardon me uh, yeah you're killing me hello you're a murderer you're killing me etc that but, but we saw that <laughs> yeah, all over the place but like you say those people couldn't actually have been like afraid of right COVID because he wouldn't approach her. If he was afraid of <laughs> right. her, her, your COVID molecules getting on him. But so it's about something else. And so on this, they went through, Jordan Peterson went through personality types, Machiavellian people and, and psychotic people, and psycho, whatever, but et cetera, et cetera. And it all kind of makes sense. I think mm-hmm. we use different words to categorize people. But these are definitely people with a deficit. And also, by, and also you know, I think that there is, there is on we'll say our side we were not masking people so we were the we were the anti-mask people but remember by the way remember they had to because they were their their science was so definitive they all they immediately came up with slurs for us to shame us into changing our behavior right you know you know which is not something that if you have the science you really would do but very few people went around demanding that other people not wear masks which you totally could do because like it is damaging for a child particularly children who are at the age of learning human speech to be for example in daycare with masked providers all day and you know they tried to tell us that that wasn't true that that would be just fine to have little kids who are trying to develop human language to be around people whose mouths and faces they can't see all day and, like, that's absolutely not true. I mean, like, I wouldn't want my kid to be around mass people all day. I don't no. think it's healthy for kids to wear masks all day. But, like, I didn't go to the school board and say, I don't want anybody to be allowed to wear masks at the school. You know, I'm a reasonable person. I was willing to compromise. <laughs> I was willing to let them wear masks if they were willing to let me not wear masks, you know? Right. But it is, you know, the, and I think you used to see this in ER, a lot. Mm-hmm. They used to have to make a kid feel comforted because there was a bunch of adults with masks on standing over Right. Them. Right. Because it's not a normal human. Humans connect by looking at each other's faces right. and reading emotions and language. And yes, and these were like the articles they were writing at the time were like, but blind people still learn to connect emotionally. Like, well, yeah, sure. But that's an adaptation to overcome a serious disability. Not like the ideal for how humans develop and most children have not developed the ability to read people's emotions without facial expressions so it is wild that like we went through all that and it's weird like how much people have even forgotten that it happened sort of do you know you can send voice messages in twitter send voice messages i just got a voice message from somebody on twitter Oh, I didn't really know that, but... Huh. Well, did you know that Twitter is rebranding? Yeah, I saw that. I it's think... becoming X. Is that really going to happen? Yeah. It... 
That's really stupid. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like it's Twitter me- begat tweeting, which begat tweets. What are we doing here? This is this is a, there's a whole universe full of good branding around Twitter. That's not one of the problems. Is that? I don't think so either. But I don't really understand why it's rebranding as X. I'm seeing. A lot I can't of even stuff get on Truth Social. I don't want to be on Truth Social, and I don't want to be. You don't want to read any Donald Trump's truths. <laughs> I don't want to be on Threads either. I have no problem with with, with being on Threads. If that's the thing. But although we we have stuff, more stuff to upload, more stuff. Um, but yeah, but. And here's the thing, is that I don't think that once you've acted irrationally, and you two people who did for two years acted irrationally, we know mm-hmm. people who went and testified at Board of Ed meetings, this and that, showing their credentials, people who had teams of people with their T-shirts made custom. Demanding that people wear masks. There were people in yeah. our community posting on Facebook the day that the schools said they could go back to not wearing masks at school. Who were like saying, you know, I really ask you to consider before you send your kid to school without a mask that you think about the others in your community and blah, 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 why you should still send your kid in a mask even though it's not required anymore. We had the person down the street near the school bus stop who had the likeness of of the um, Grim Reaper with a sign saying, hey, I should have gotten the vax. Right. So the kids could see it, you know. I mean, people acted, and here's the problem, is in history, mm-hmm. generally, you don't know the thoughts and intentions of a lot of the biggest tyrants in history. You know, Joe McCarthy probably could defend himself pretty well. You know, communists were bad. They killed a lot of people around the world, you know? Uh, a lot of these people, you know, Dick Nixon, day by day with the Water- Watergate cover-up, could probably rationalize and explain to you why he did it. Mm-hmm. People who have who have done horrible things could tell you why that they've done it. it the problem is, is that in history, intentions are taken out. Actions are what's in. Right. So, you know, like we talk about, you and I talk about um, um, Robespierre and the Jacobins, etc. They all think they were heroes at first. Oh, yeah. They thought that they were leveling the playing field for all once and for all. And they were murderous uh, barbarians, really, including eventually just murdering each other. It was right. like these things. And but but Robespierre meant well. Of course, they all did. Everyone they, does. Yes, everybody means well. I mean, there are some outliers. Like Hitler didn't really mean well. I mean, he's well, got I a whole think book. He meant well for the German people. He went meant well for for a master race, and you know, he had a plan that he thought was uh, the noble and good plan. No doubt about that. And let the record show. At that time, all the good progressives around the world, including in the United States, including people like Margaret Sanger, but even like, I mean, all the mainstream, like, smart, educated people thought eugenics was a very important field of study for the future of the human race. That's absolutely true. And I think actually a lot of the leaps and bounds were made in the United States. Not oh, surprisingly. Yeah. Which eugenics brings... was like mm-hmm. big and trendy at that time. Like it's Le- not eugenics? like Hitler invented it. Le- eugenics and lobotomies. 
Right. We knew no, that was the health experts at the time. The health institutions were telling you this is the right thing to do, the good and mm-hmm. noble thing to do. All the experts, and they didn't apologize for that either, right? Because that's the point, is it? And that's why it's so important to like remember that this happened and that none of these people apologized or acknowledged that they did anything wrong, you know, or that like when they go back and say, like, well, we were operating with the best information we had at the time to say, like, well, if you had that level of uncertainty where it could be that the complete opposite of what you told everybody was true, then maybe you shouldn't go around acting like the expert and wearing your lab coat right. and telling everybody else that they have to do what you say. Because it's important when they next come out and tell you like that climate change is happening or whatever their well, next stupid hobby horse is, race stuff or whatever dumb thing that they act like they're big experts about and come out and tell you like a know-it-all that they know better than you and that they're the experts and that you have to do what they say. It's important to remember the lobotomies and the eugenics mm-hmm. and the COVID stuff and all these things it, yes, that, it, that when they're wrong about this, they're not going to apologize either. Well, right. And also, here's another thing. It, the stuff that it does to to community, you've you've acted now irrationally. It brings me back to Chad Wentworth, the kid from Homac who uh, Keith punched in the leg, who went nuts, cried, screamed, and cried, and we never saw it in school again, ever again. He was disappeared by his family. and <laughs> Because he embarrassed himself so bad. It was so... It was. It was just. A, I think that's the reason he left. But it, it, it happened immediately after that. But uh, if you chatted, if you're out there, hello. Hope things are going well. I'm sure, it's fine. A lot of a lot of people got punched in the leg back then. Um, but the so, '80s was a dark. So what time. I'm saying is, so there. What does it do to a community that there are people around, as we're trick or treating, getting candy, etc., who know that they acted horribly to you and. No, it's out there now. It changes the dynamic and the energy between people right. forever. It's like you've got these weird collaborators who are willing to sell you down the river to the authorities when the occupying forces came. And now the occupying forces have receded. And now it's just you and them again. And they're not making eye contact. And right. in some cases, in cases personally, literally are not making eye contact. Right. Well, and I think that's why when you have countries like take like post-World War Two, Germany and Japan, they're very like self-conscious mm-hmm. about this stuff. Like in Germany, they like take the Holocaust stuff extremely seriously and like and, you know, very much, you know, to right. to a huge degree because they know. Right. They know that like. They did that stuff. Yes. And, and like, and, you know, Japan, same thing, post-World War II, like, extremely, like, fully embraced U.S., like, dominance after that point and, like, really, like, denounced everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not, like, there's not, like, apologists for that because, like, that's what you have to do in order to heal your community from stuff like that. Yes. And I also think that it, it it's rather than come clean, you know, in World War Two, you know, you know, girls who um, who you know fraternized with the enemy had their heads shaved and humiliated publicly, or this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And um, remember, the people around some of the death camps who lived in the towns nearby were forced to like bury the dead and do gruesome things so they could see what was happening. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that was probably at the end of the day for them to face their own shame was probably a good thing for everybody. For right. everybody, it provided you know a word that was big in the nineties. I don't hear much anymore. It provided closure, which used to be something that was necessary. But there's not closure to this yet. No. There's not closure to this, and it's created rifts with people. Well, because there's a bunch of people that liked it and wanted to come back. And right. like somebody sent me, the Globe did an article about how COVID's coming back this fall. <laughs> I mean, like there's well, people that are hoping that well, there's another pandemic so that they get to be the mask police again. Well, right. And you know what those people, you know what they are? There's a lot of people just not only want to be informants, but they want to be created. They want to be crated dogs. Mm-hmm. Don't give me choices. Put me in my little crate overnight. <laughs> so I don't have choices as to what part of the house I'm going to wander in. It's too confusing. <laughs> There's too many choices. I don't want to, you know, uh, you know, go over to the dog bowl that's half empty or half full or whatever. I don't want to sense another dog outside and start howling at him or, you know, see a mouse flit by. I don't want to do anything. Keep me in the crate where things are nice and simple. I just have no choice. I have don't have to worry about anything in here. Somebody else is taking care of everything out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to stay in here, and I don't have to worry about anything in the world, any kind of human contact, all the heartbreak that comes with it. And that's that's dangerous. And, to, and the, the problem is, is that, and this will get us into our, the next topic, is that you've got a permanent pandemic in climate alarmism. Yeah. Because you can never, like, prove or disprove it. It just goes it's on forever. It's hot right now, by the way. Yeah. Last month it rained. This month it's hot. Right. It's hot right now. You're, where you guys are about to hear, in a second we're going to play this, it's historically hot. As in, the hottest it's ever been. Ever. Now, mm-hmm. Alice and I m- must have missed this. <laughs> We were just, you know, I mean, were we not like at several events that were outside this weekend? Yes, we were at events that were outside this weekend. And actually, I wore a suit outside mm-hmm. in a fairly, uh, you know, you know, uh, kind of tense moment outside. And it wasn't particularly all that hot. No, it's fine. It's been summer here. But that is not what you'd think. So two things are going on here. One, the headline is not that Joe Biden took bribes. The the networks have decided they are that none of that happens. That's gone. Two, it's that we're in deep trouble and prepare to die because it's never been this hot in the history of anything. Wherever you are joining us from this morning, the scorching summer heat wave, unlike anything we've seen before, is affecting your life. Not wherever. <laughs> Not everywhere, apparently. Maybe she should have started with uh, accepting New England because the scorching summer heat wave is... I'm sure accepting a lot of places. But also, like last year was really hot. Remember the grass was brown? This year's been really rainy. Yeah, the, the scorching, it hasn't actually which is, been Which is hot. what made me have to go outside with my push lawnmower in the scorching heat more than I ever had to last year. And it's not that bad. It's engulfed parts of the country for weeks, torching the southwestern and eastern United States. No, wait, no, 
First of all, it's engulfed. Torching. Engulfed. Yes, torching is a verb that means Setting to set on a fire. Fl- right. right. <laughs> I don't think it's been torching anything, as a matter of fact. With triple-digit temperatures, leaving tens of millions of people under heat alerts this weekend. It is a life-threatening emergency. Do you know why people weren't under heat alerts in, like, the 17th century? Because there weren't any? Yeah, because it wasn't a thing where people were like... They weren't scorched? (laughs) We're under a heat alert now. You know what they were doing in the 17th century when they were being scorched? They were saying, thank God this isn't cold. Because most (laughs) of us tend to go away forever when it's cold in this village. I noticed that. (laughs) Thank God that we're being scorched. Let the scorching continue a little longer, please. The extreme heat is also searing Europe and Asia. Putting mm-hmm. It's searing. This is like a Bobby Flay play-by-play. Play the play. Cerberus heat wave. It's amazing. It's amazing. But yes, she's, that's what they're going with there. The world on track once again for the hottest month ever recorded. By the way, doesn't it, isn't that give the lie right there? Putting the world on track once again for the hottest month ever recorded. Yeah, it's always the hottest month. Yes, once again. <laughs> because mostly there's scorched, lots of really seared. hot. <laughs> once again. Yeah, which producer got out the thesaurus for words for burn? Yep. It's a record that is not likely to stand for long, as scientists warned that human activities contributing to an increasingly warming planet could... Human activities, mm-hmm. as scientists warn, could, by the way, she just said, could... Lead to a future where weather like this will become more common, more deadly, and longer lasting. So here's my feeling. Great. This has <laughs> been a good summer so far. Yeah, it's really nice. Our garden is growing. Right. You know, I, it, I've been mostly fine. It, <laughs> Nothing's I, 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 wrong. Not, not, I, vegetables would scorch, right? You can't put a vegetable in scorching temperatures and have it live, right? I mean, some vegetables like heat more than others. Tomatoes and stuff tend to like... Can you sear leather. a tomato? And have it be okay? I mean, on your grill, it's pretty tasty. It's an urgent global challenge for people, their communities, their countries, and the planet we all share. It's mostly fine. So, how much colder does it make it that the market basket doesn't have plastic bags in Massachusetts anymore? I don't think anything. So, I mean, is <laughs> I this... Mean, is like, this... I'm just wondering... The lack of plastic bags at the market basket, how many degrees of temperature does that account for? Now, she throws it in this cut later to Jay Inslee, governor of wherever. Mm-hmm. Washington? Where he's standing in a field. But he, he's like Mr. Climate. Yeah, and he's angry, too. You have candidates out there like Donald Trump who mock the idea of climate change, and there are a vast number of Americans. Isn't that interesting how this apocalyptic event somehow managed to be Donald Trump's a jerk and I can't stand him. So you <laughs> yeah. couldn't leave Trump out of. You've done yeah, scorching, what does Trump torching, really have to do burning with climate change. Right, and, and Donald Trump's the worst person in the world. Okay, <laughs> who ignore it, don't care about it, or or don't believe it. How do you convince those people it's time to care? Well, we can't wait for Donald Trump to figure this out. We don't have time to mess around to wait for this knucklehead to figure this out by the way is this not an in-kind contribution to joe biden yeah 
Once again, so we'll bring you guys, this is an infomercial on why climate means you can't vote for Trump. <laughs> we just got to make sure he's not in office. And the way we do this is... You know what? You know what? I don't remember it scorching so much when Trump was in office. Or burning or searing. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, what is... I mean, how is Biden stopping climate change? Yeah, right we've now? had John Kerry on the job now for three years. <laughs> you would think What's all the, the temperature would be dropping by now. Vote against climate deniers. Vote against people who refuse to assist this moral and economic uh, crisis that we have. Uh, you can't wait for these folks. You just ought to make sure they're not in office where they can. I do love that there's a running engine behind him as he's talking. Yeah, is that to prove he's like at one with the land or something? That I don't know, like but I think that contributes to scorching because it doesn't sound electric to me. <laughs> Damage. Let them go off and play golf. We'll solve this problem. It's a Golf sol- is greener than what's running behind him. Solvable problem if we work together. And people are coming golf around. Golf is actually totally green. The carts are electric. I think they use a lot of resources to make all those lawns go. Round to this very, very rapidly because their homes are burning down. They're choking on smoke from the Canadian fires. When Ron DeSantis wants to go swim and he can't because the water is like a sauna, like a hot tub offside. What is the water not like out of, off of South Florida? A hot tub? Correct. <laughs> the water is per- perfect and beautiful right now in Florida. You would love to be in that water in Florida. So would I. Uh, his beaches. We just got to make sure those folks are not in office. Think the uh, beaches are having a tough time attracting people right now in Florida? No, I would say that Florida is probably doing just fine. That's right. And the people, the people scorching are thrilled to be there. We don't have the luxury of allowing these people to uh, destroy the planet. Okay, thanks very much for joining us this morning, Governor. We appreciate yeah. it. Paid for the community to elect Joe Biden. Well, and not just that, but like, Sure, like, say human activity is doing... Once again, like, how much cooler is it making it if I don't use a plastic bag at the grocery store? How much cooler does it make it if we use paper straws, as Phil points out in the chat? How much cooler does it make it if we go buy a Tesla instead of our car? It doesn't make it cooler at all. Well, right. What they should do is... If I mean, she maybe attests- planting trees could measurably make it cooler. Maybe it could. But I don't see them running out to do that. Well, we're, we're, well right. I mean, all you have to do is... If anything, is- they're clear-cutting to build more wind farms. Yeah, but where is the... You know, in newspapers, you'll have a, 
a news article and then a sidebar and then maybe a couple of mm-hmm. uh, a TikTok uh, timeline thing and and then the commentary for pro and uh, against, for and against, et cetera, kind of right. thing. Where is the lateral step over to nuclear power? Oh, it would make that, sense They're in this never going to do that. But, but why? Because nuclear power is mean and scary, and the left well, spent course, a lot of time advocating against it, like in the 70s and stuff. Right. So, so it's, a, it's a, it's a uh, religious belief. They made belief. a scary TV show about Chernobyl, so now we can't have nuclear right, power. Right. It's a religious belief. Because if they wanted to really tackle this stuff, they could just right now, we, they could do it. We could be all nuke. But once again, just like the COVID people who made all the kids wear masks, the left progressives don't want to have to go back on all the stuff they've done since 1970 to uh, de, de, to defacilitate the the American nuclear section sector. They don't want to have to have a reckoning with how terrible they were with all that stuff. So it's just on right. to the next thing. Right, and they You don't... have to eat bugs. And... Well, what about the nuclear... No, no, that's over now. We've moved from that. You have to eat bugs now. Yeah, stop eating meat. Don't have kids. Don't right. get a dog. That's what's important. I mean, like, it doesn't... It doesn't make any sense, and it's... It's unfalsifiable, right? Like, there's no way to prove what you're doing is helping or not helping. Right, which, right? which is why it makes the perfect it's not, drift. It's not like the economy... Where you can be like, oh, if we just hand everybody all this COVID money in the American Rescue Plan, it's definitely not going to cause inflation. And then you can literally see the inflation happen. So we know whether or not it caused it. And then like you say like, okay, well, the Fed is going to have to raise rates to lower the inflation and the Fed raises rates and it slowly over time starts to lower the inflation. Like it's. There's no, with the this climate stuff, there's like no measurable way to see if any of it's working or not working. Right. It can't be done. Like you right. can't, which is why they love it because it just means it goes on forever and they get to tell you what to do all the right. time. And they get to um, be indignant with you when a serious hurricane comes. See? You're part of the problem. You caused it. <laughs> you happy? You happy? You did this. It's the same with, talk about the Salem witch trials. Right. You know, just completely, um, you know, conflating the two things that are far apart. You see, you summoned this with your <laughs> ignorance and your, uh, in driving a Hummer or whatever they drive now, or a Yukon, whatever. You summoned this. Great. And I, me and my kids have to be, to live with this. <laughs> Let me get to one more. Um, okay. This is um, Face the Nation uh, with Margaret Brennan. Brennan, yes. Uh, also taking a, uh, Good long um, blind eye to the Biden taking a bribe scandal and going right in on climate. As July slogs on, so do the miserable temperatures and brutal severe weather episodes that are dominating. The First of all, of talk, Alice and I picked up on this because we were listening to this together in the car. I'm having a delightful July. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's not slogging on. July slogs. It keeps on being. Ch- yeah, July's been great. July. It keeps on being very pleasant out every day, after every day. It's like living in Del Mar in t- San Diego. Maybe so it's, it's different. It's Where are, they, on? are they like down in D.C. or something? Yeah. She, so she, maybe it's like... Yeah, but it's not a local D.C. show. It's a national show. Maybe it's... D.C. Donald, Washington, D.C. is literally a swamp. 
It was built on a swamp. Yeah, but it's hotter. I mean, maybe we're just more open to like having some hot weather because we're in New England, so we had to shovel snow all winter. So we're like in a good mood now that it's sunny uh, out. Searing. <laughs> you know what slogs on? We're being torched right February now. February and March slogs on. March oh, yeah, especially March slogs. slogs on. March July slogs, slogs on. <laughs> The miserable temperatures and brutal severe weather episodes that are dominating the summer of 2023. The idea that there's not global warming, I think, can't be denied by anybody anymore. There's no denying it's hot or that the high temperatures are raising concerns about the future of the planet. But what can be done at this point? This is the other Phoenix, part of the package. Wilting in the valley of the sunstroke. The, once again, the imagery put in there by the siren. The siren's yeah. reacting to another victim of the searing summer. <laughs> That's what it's got to be. <laughs> when you know it's just like stock audio the EMT of a is just like, I can't take it. That's just why I got to drink in the job. It's just, it's slogging along this month, this bloody month. Why? Get a hold of yourselves. And by the way. There's a new pandemic and it's called the sun. Phoenix used to be such a moderate temperature kind of place. I remember for the... Yeah, I know Phoenix for definitely being like not very hot at all. Not a lot of outdoor sports played outside in Phoenix. <laughs> Dehydration, dizziness, delirium. No surprise. Delirium? <laughs> Given today's forecast, a record 24th straight day with temperatures hitting 110 degrees or more. I've been sweating um, all mm -hmm. over my body. People. Well, there you go. <laughs> He's been sweating all over his body, Alice. Every single sweat gland available is being utilized for this slog. You realize that? It's terrible. The delirium is setting in. I mean, that is powerful man on the street stuff, though. They got to find a 110 day, day temperature day in the desert, which is Phoenix, Arizona, and they've got a man whose body is appropriately reacting to the heat. <laughs> well, wither in it's like, well, it's, you know, by the way, sir, just, you know, you can go right in there if you want to. There's a Home Depot. Yeah, this is America. We have yeah. air conditioning. <laughs> oh, they even sell them in that Home Depot. <laughs> Weather this hot. And July's poised to become Earth's hottest month in at least the last 6,500 years. <laughs> Sorry. How do you know that it's the hottest month in 6,500 years? The news producer's writer's room, once a guy like <laughs> put that up there for everybody on the sh Microsoft shared documents that poised to become the hottest month 6,500 How do you know there wasn't a hotter month 5,000 years ago or something? Yeah, it's like, uh, Bill, where are you getting that? <laughs> 6,500 no. years? They purport to be having... Um, been doing the world's temperature since 1880 maybe yeah well, that's what they purport to be doing in by literally Not going as, around like, thoroughly as right. they do today i don't think right but the thoroughly way they do today with the troposphoric whatever satellite stuff has been mm -hmm. going, on, going on since 1979 regardless if you look up news articles it keeps being the hottest day oh yeah this is just do you have the cut where they said this is like the 3,000th record hot day in July? If it's Ask in here. Palm Springs, California, and our Carter Evans. No kids on the playground today, and you can understand why the go. temperature here on the slide is 171 degrees. Oh, my goodness. The temperature on the metal slide, Alice. 
The metal slide, which notoriously, even when I was a kid on hot days, you were staying away from that big basket because <laughs> yeah. that was going to sear you, as a matter of fact. I know. We all knew not to go on the metal right. slide on hot the days. The temperature on the asphalt here is 136. Yes, we know that too. Mm-hmm. We're not walking with bare feet on the asphalt. We know that these things get hot. He <laughs> measuring the slide. And that's supposed to mean, oh my God, our children use that. Which, of course, is why they've switched all mm-hmm. the good slides out for post, sucky slides. There was a post in our local Facebook group that I showed you where the local animal control officer was taking the temperature of the pavement and oh, telling yeah. you that you shouldn't walk your dog out on the pavement in the heat because their paws will burn and they, yep. instead you should do some enrichment activities inside with them. Oh, that, yeah, that's what he said. They used enrichment activities. It used to be that the... <laughs> That the dog catcher, as it was called, before they became animal control officers, was kind of a cop, but usually a little drunker, I think. I mean, I don't really need to hear about enrichment from him, from the guy with the huge pool, um, you know, cleaning apparatus thing to put around the dog's neck. Today's forecast will be a continuing meditation on climate change. It, It will be what? What will it be? The forecast is going to be a continuing meditation on climate oh, change. Oh, <laughs> okay. It's different than the weather forecasts I remember as a kid. But Can you just give it to us straight <laughs> instead of having a continuing meditation? Can you just tell us what the weather is going to be? I'll handle the panicking part myself, okay? I'll handle it. I'll handle the adjectives, too, about how much I'm searing and cooking and frying and scorching, okay? With more dangerous <clears throat> highs expected today. Phoenix, 113. Las Vegas, 113. Tucson, 109. Wow. You know what it seems like? It seems like parts of uh, Arizona and Nevada are getting hot. Yeah. There's also a reason why all the snowbirds come back from, like, Florida and stuff in the summertime. Right. They spend it up here. Oh, you know what else? You see it really hot, too. John in the chat says his first word was hot from the vinyl car seats. Yes. Um, And you know what else you see it really hot? Was the those old like metal car seat buckles? Yeah, those I had could to burn I, the heck out of yes, you. Yes, I think I, when I was a kid in Florida, a little baby in Florida, a little fat kid, <laughs> I was I got burned by the. I had, I had to go to the doctor. I think, <laughs> sure. In the U.S., more than thirty five hundred temperature records have been set this month alone. Yeah, this month they oh set thirty five hundred temperature records in one month. I don't even understand like what that means. Is that like different cities? It's a slog, Alice. I mean, there's only 31 days in the month, and we're like not even. There's more than a week of it left, so I'm just trying to understand. Like, what do you mean 3,500 temperature records have been set in this July? Like, is that different places? It's a lot on of records. Different days. There's a lot of. Re- They've a- set. Alice, it's been the number one 6, hottest. Six thousand five hundred years. <laughs> okay. Keeping cool can be a matter of life and death. America's leading weather-related killer. Not hurricanes, not tornadoes, excessive heat. The heat wave that... Now, does he care to tell us how many? I looked this up. It's 700 annually. So 700 people die a year from heat, stroke, or dehydration or whatever. Mm-hmm. I assume they that- also usually... They also try and count people who drown during heat waves as having died from the heat because they go into water to get cool. Like, so does that mean so if like, you, if, because if it's more too people hot for like you, go to the pool and the beach? So wait a second. So let me ask you wave, so. so if it's so if it's really hot outside, you decide to walk into Home Depot to get cool <laughs> to because they have AC, and somebody stabs you to death, you died of the heat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It drives 
dozens of people or more to an emergency department. Um, dozens oh. or more. In other words, not a lot. <laughs> In other words, it's a mass casualty. Not event. many. He, he, he just said he said it's a mass casualty event. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But okay, so once again, then mass casualty events don't mean anything anymore. <laughs> In the chat, John says they died with heat. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Oh, that is great. <laughs> Oh, man, I think, hey, Alice, it was going to be the that slog. Be, I know, maybe that's the title of the show. <laughs> Died <laughs> with heat. Do I? I think you put with in quotes. That's how do you I, did or it do in I in italic In quotes? Yeah, I'm not sure the italics will pass through everywhere that the RSS feed takes it. They died with heat. It's <laughs> great. Officially. Oh, it's a siren again! Another one! Another one went down! They're dropping like flies. Dream heat kills roughly 700 people a year. But experts like Dr. Chris Tedeschi, a Columbia University emergency physician... Says it's really worse than that. Even though 700 is not a big number, Chris Tedeschi's about to find a way to scare us anyway. ...believe the actual death toll is much higher. This is a big stress. And there's a limit. At some point, your body's not made to function in these temperatures it just doesn't work well what is that number that he was going to tell us <laughs> well and like yes people do <laughs> die from very hot temperatures there was a very sad story about a family in texas that went on a hike and i mean a dad and a kid died from heat stroke and you know trying the dad died while going off to try and get help or whatever and it, i mean like it's sad and it's terrible but it's also not new there are places on the planet and there will continue to be a lot of places on the planet where like on certain days in certain temperatures it's not safe to go like wander around in the heat of the sun right it's also not safe to go walk around at the north pole without proper equipment and training like i mean like there's there's lots of things planet earth often is trying to kill people and yes. like there's lots of ways that it's not safe to do stuff, particularly out in nature. The sun is extremely powerful. And One of the ways hot. that we manage not to die and keep it down to 700 now is by using air conditioning in <laughs> yeah. homes. Europe could learn a thing or two. <laughs> right. And so when you have air conditioning, then that creates another problem, right? These people don't want yeah. people to die. They don't want people using air conditioning. Right. They don't want you to use air conditioning. So you need to die because that way, if you die, it's fine. Because if you do, don't use, I don't know. They also, also don't want strained. you to charge your electric car. Right. Too. Rained power grids in Southern California, Arizona, and Texas. Some areas could see rolling blackouts. Even the oceans feel heat stress. Southern California and Texas. You mean the hot states? Yeah. Places Shocking close to the oceanologists, equator. temperatures throughout the Gulf of Mexico and the Caribbean up to five degrees warmer than usual. That's endangering coral reefs, critical because the water. they both nourish mm -hmm. sea life and provide a natural barrier against storms heading to shore. Later the Oh, what? So the next time there's a storm, yep. it's once again... Because... There you go. Hope you're happy. <laughs> you bleached. It was coral reef bleaching. It's called bleaching that kills reefs. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or it kills them temporarily. So I actually looked into this. And this whole thing of the Great Barrier Reefs, they've got a big website, Great mm -hmm. Barrier Reef Foundation. And I'm looking and thinking, okay. It like saying, grows back, right? Yes. It just okay. gets better again. 
It's like the stuff with the bees, too. Like, all the disappearing bees, which is true. Like, there are bees that disappear and all this stuff. But, like, it's actually really easy to start bee colonies and inexpensive. And, like, anyone can do it. And they're, like, extremely replaceable. And people do. And there's, like, always more bees. Like, the bees, Mm -hmm. just because the hives, like, go missing, it doesn't mean that we stop having bees. And if you go to the Great Barrier Reef Foundation, it says the summer of 1997... Mm-hmm. 98 was one of the hottest recorded in the reef in the 20th century. Mild bleaching was observed in late January and intensified in fra- February and March. Most reefs fully recovered with less than 5% of inshore reefs suffering the high coral mortality. However, the most severely affected reefs in the Palm Island area saw up to 70% of corals die. And you know The what? coral dies and then doesn't die year after year, decade after decade, decade after decade, mm-hmm. decade, decade, decade. Yeah, de- stuff changes. There used to be glaciers up here, too, and now there's not, so we can live here. Like, I don't know. What do people want? It. Did you see, there was a news story that I read recently that says that we are, you, there was a big study that found that because we're depleting the um, natural reserves of water, the aquifers under the Earth's crust so much that we've affected the tilt of the planet. I hope so. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully anytime soon a little uh, it'll just simply uh capsize. All right. Uh what is the hot sauce sauce? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked hot sauce. They of course bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for us. Here we go. Ready? I'm so ready. Hey, it was just an idea, but um, the Shattuck Brook is, like, way up in Naugatuck towards the Hot Brook Dam. Couldn't you just, like, go there without a fishing license and be like, I own this brook. What's wrong with you? Look at my license. This is my brook. Ah, kind of funny. Fritz, if I thought I could, I would. And I don't even think I've ever caught a brook trout, but they're considered very smart trout in Alice. Mm -hmm. But I would. I miss that. I miss um, catching good fish and eating them. Something we used to do. I was just telling you this weekend. I think you should. We're going to be up in Vermont for like a full week uh, in a few weeks from now. Yeah. I think you should uh, take your son fishing. Dr. Cheswick, A-E-I-O-U-Y. Hey, Tom. Yes. When Alice is on layaway, are you hoping that some Kris (laughs) Kringle is going to walk into Walmart and just pay off all the layaway items so that yes. Alice can come home for Christmas. Did you say that? Yes. That I would be on layaway <laughs> instead of maternity leave? <laughs> I didn't even catch that. Thank you, Dr. Jess. Good point. Yes, I hope so. That'd be great. <laughs> I wanted to comment on the um, Biden corruption. You know, it's amazing that if every news outlet just turns their head away, things don't exist. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I've known a few family members who tend to do that. They put blinders on and they just turn their head to the side and it doesn't exist. And I don't know if all the low info voters are going to get that none of this stuff is being reported on because they're trying to protect someone who is obviously compromised. And also, um, Richard Nixon's first vice president was Spiro Agnew, and I believe he resigned the office of vice president because he was part of a corruption um, scandal. So 
But then again, you know, the Washington Post and the New York Times would actually report on that. Yep. Well, good luck on that layaway, Alice. Thank Hopefully, you. I appreciate that. Some generous person will be able to <laughs> to pay Tom for your way Tom can afford me again. Yeah, please. That would be great. Really make the push, Alice. We should offer to name the baby after whoever is the highest bidder. I'd do that. Would you do it? No. Why? That's weird. Who cares? Getting calls from 800 numbers is weird. Okay. Let's, Alice, think about it. I'll think about it. A baby named by the collective. We can have a poll of the top five nominees. Just We're doing message. it. Guys, let me know what you want it to be. I Tell you what. You can tell me in the DL, and I'll write it. Alice is going to be whacked out on Narcan or whatever it is they give her when she's <laughs> having a baby. So I can, I can probably sing anything I want. I think that it's long past due for Mr. Tom Shattuck to get his ham radio license mm. because there's lots of other places you can go and have great conversations without having to be online or be on commercial radio there's a lot you could actually do with that later i used to know ham radio people a lot and they seem to be like a like a tight-knit brotherhood or sisterhood whatever i'd be mildly interested in in it it's kind of doomsday-ish now mm -hmm. but i don't have time to you know i had a dream one time that we were like on the run in an rv or something and like doing like pi some kind of pirate radio thing like yeah secretly well, part broadcasting of that could, part of that could be true else <laughs> Okay, ready? KB one SXV. That's a Fred's account. Oh, it is. Okay, let me change it. Then first, I'm gonna bounce around. Anonymous. Oh yeah, there was one thing I forgot. Wee! <laughs> this is because Steve. Oh, here we go. Um, BBP. Burnborough Podcast. Yep. Forward slash. All caps. Screw your naming convention. Forward slash. Guess who? Forward slash. One oh nine three six four. Is that the? It can't be the zip. I don't know where that is. Um, hey Tom, just want you to know oh, I yeah. submitted is the recordings of myself, Replica Shattuck, and Phil. Sent them off to TDK Laboratories, ah. and they did an analysis. Came back. There are no sounds of any birds on any of those messages. So. Incorrect. Now there's no birds. Just saying. There's you know, birds. McLean's not too far away. <laughs> I want to just. <laughs> Have a little checkup, <laughs> see what's going on in the old uh, noggin. Because, you know, if you're hearing bird voices now, how long before you start hearing those other voices? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, no, there were birds. We were we were in Tim's hometown today. That friendlies, he lurks around in the, Alice. It's not the same Alice. town. It's not the same town at all. Yes, People it is. People asking, by the way, what happened to the mustache. Oh, yeah, I had an official capacity over the weekend. I'll just say it like this. I was an ordained member of the clergy, the, Ro you were the, a wedding the Roman Catholic all. Archdiocese no. of no. Boston. No. Correct. Under, uh, Your powers under were Cardinal, purely civil under, Cardinal under the Bernard Law, of Massachusetts. As a matter yeah. of fact, yes. And, uh, and there you go. So I was doing exorcisms and all sorts of things. When talking about 1980s mustaches, yes. you cannot forget or rule out Isaac, the bartender oh, from The Love Boat, tremendous mustache. Oh, man. And also 
I'm sure you remember him, Tom. Gene Shallot from the Today Show. That was a mustache. Oh, I don't want to ever think about Gene Shallot. So is your mustache coming back? Uh, I think we're going to, I think we're going to, uh, I don't think I'm going to shave. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Isaac, do you, do you know Isaac from the Love Boat? No. He knew, he had a sixth sense about things. And he, he'd give you the double guns sometimes, Alice. These right here, you know? Okay. Man could mix a, uh, an incredible sex in the beach. Okay. Looking up his picture. Okay. He's a mustachioed, handsome man. Yep. Very good guest service. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar shape to the mustache you did, too. Hey, Tom. First of all, it was great. Okay, so this is... St- That's Stephen Gloucester again. Okay. The message that teaming from Kent was on KMS. This is interesting. I want to hear where this goes. Hey, Tom. First of all, it was great to hear Tim from Canton on with Kirk last week. It was just a really funny show. But during that... Tim had a great game in which Kirk had mentioned the way in which he wanted you to eventually die, which is something that I obviously didn't find funny. But I was wondering if that mention was Kirk's almost like Christmas card in a way or his way of saying that he thinks of you in a positive way because you know how he is. Anytime there's something negative – it's almost like a sign of respect. So I wasn't sure your thoughts on that. Thanks, pal. Bye. So I think I'm caught up. I listened to the one with Whitney, which is great. You didn't listen to the one with Tim and Canton on it? Tim's Tim's on all the time. No, not uh, the caller. Oh, it was... In there. Oh, he was in there? Yeah. With uh, Montage. No, I didn't see that. I must have... How the hell did I miss Where it? are you? <laughs> <clears throat> well, we've been moving around. Oh, I have to... I'm sorry, Steve. I haven't heard it. I gotta mention it. I didn't hear it. This is important. I'll be listening to this tonight. I didn't know Tim was in there. Mm-hmm. How the freak did we miss this? Although we were in Vermont. Or we were... I knew about it. You, you you gotta let me know this stuff. <laughs> I thought you knew. I, I mean, like, I only some got days, into this show because of you. So there I are some days you knew that I never that missed happened. any of these unless it played overnight. Sometimes I'm uh, playing them Maybe in... that's why I knew about it and you didn't. It was oh. probably keeping me up in my yes. sleep. Oh, so <laughs> that's you what happens when I just missed it. Oh, my God. It scares me to think about that. <laughs> What, what else have you missed? I don't think so. I hope hope nothing else. Oh, man. I'm, I will listen to that immediately and have a better... Remind me to have a better okay. uh, message for him on that. I will listen to that. I know that um, the, the ways that he's wanted me to die in the past... Um, the most painless one would be JFK style, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted <laughs> a plane to hit you at one point. Yeah. Um, and to be stabbed to death in many different this cancers, was, I think. Yeah. This was before... Um, Whitney. Whitney, yeah. The the one immediately before Whitney? I think it was the one immediately before, yeah. I want to say. Okay, because okay, there was a couple days there where it was just simply all out. Anyway, thank you for listening. If you were on Patreon, obviously stay there. We have more to get to for the Patreon show. Um, I don't know if Tom remembered that, but I did. Yes. Um, so we have more to talk about. If you want to join that, that's patreon.com slash burn barrel. That's also where you can join to be on the live stream and the live chat. If you want to listen for free, which is obviously also totally cool, you can do that. Burnbarrelpodcast.com has the links to all the places to listen. Listen on YouTube, watch on YouTube and Rumble, etc. Imagine. 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.